Welcome back to another episode of Ghost Encounters of the Third Kind. Tonight we have uh, Nixie, Marie, Faye and myself Nick T and we have a special guest, Bethany White, medium. Um, do you want to be called a spiritual medium or medium or psychic medium? I'm or? actually known as Bethany Spirit Medium White. Okay. Ooh, wow. Wow. Oh, yes, double barrel. Right, I don't there. think I'll be able to repeat that. <laughs> <laughs> Just call me Bethany. Okay. <laughs> right. Okay, Beth. Okay. Um, first question for you. How did you get into mediumship? I was three. When I first experienced my spirit, um, sitting on the stairs at home when I was a child, a lady went straight past me and I talked about this lady from a child until I've grown up and I realised when I was a bit older that she was spirit. And I started to talk to past relatives, no to call it past because I don't mention the word dying or death. I used the word past. So um, I talked to many people that walked past, aunties, uncles, friends, um, and that's how I came into it. So when you first saw this lady, Beth, were you, were you aware? I don't suppose you no, were at three. No, were you? I wasn't aware until I was 10 mm. that a person wasn't normal, because to me it was just like a normal mm. spirit. The normal person just walking past, walking from one room to another. The confusion was it went through the wall, okay. not through the door. So how old would you say you were when you first sort of realised what was what was going on and that these people that you could see? Ten. Okay. Ten. Ten years of age. And then I realised that I was different. Everywhere I went, everything I did, I saw these people, stood by people talk to these people like they were here on earth yeah. did it frighten you no not really no it became a natural thing it was that natural that my grandma took me to the doctors because she was concerned that I would talk to people that weren't here more than I would talk to people that were here I like that one, I've had cider. <laughs> <laughs> the, doctor, <laughs> the doctor's son came while I was in the surgery and had a full-blown conversation with me. His name was Edward. I started to talk to him and the doctor said, who are you talking to? And I said, your son. And I described him to, and from that day forth, he became a good friend of the family because wow. I was actually talking to his son. Wow. Yeah. I also started to have dreams after that, very vivid dreams. So they were premonition dreams. I dreamt about things happening. I dreamt about a man on fire and he'd be knocking on the door and I told my grandfather and he said, please be quiet, best stop talking like that. That's not normal. And um, two days later, Bang, bang on the front door. The gardener put paraffin on the fire and it had come back on him. And he was on fire. Gosh. So that all happened when I was 10 years of age. Um, I'd go to sleep quite frequently and dream about people.
people would come to the house and I'd say, I've dreamt about you. So that, that, so do you still get those kind of premonitions? Oh, yes. Yeah? Yeah. I have a very strong intuition as well about people. When I meet people, I meet them and I know straight away you're, you're lying to me or you're telling me the yeah. truth or you're genuine straight away. So I dreamt. And she's yeah. still sassy yeah. with us. Because yeah. I, yeah. I trust you all. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah, uh, I dreamt about the plane that went missing. Okay. Yeah. I haven't experienced anybody from it, but I know there's more to that. Yeah. I've dreamt about the 9/11. I've experienced talking to people on the planes, right through until the plane crashed. I dreamt about the Somani. Wow. Yeah. So I tasted seaweed in my mouth. And lots and lots of people come through and I hold their hands and they talk to me. And can can you switch this off there? Yeah. So you have to learn to switch off yeah. and then switch on because obviously. I asked them get to no go. Peace, it's... People don't understand that you can switch it off and they yeah. will come back. They think, oh gosh, if I switch it off, they're never going to come back mm. again. But they do. So I just say to them, please go, it's my night time because there's no night and there's no day there. Mm. It's just all one. Mm. So, yeah. And when, and when you see spirit, do they look just the same as, yeah. as we do? So yeah. solid, yeah. in colour, yeah? Some of them are in colour and some are quite ethereal. Most of them are in colour. So, like, I would be going along in the supermarket and see someone in the wave at me and I'll wave back and there's nobody there. How, can how, you differentiate? Can you differentiate then? Who's, who's when you get closer to them, like you're sitting next to me, I would say, right, your spirit. I'm talking to spirit. Yeah. It's scary when when you actually talk to somebody genuine. Yes. If you know what I mean. Yes. It's. Um, it's a lot deeper than you think, isn't it? Mm. So, <clears throat> we obviously have different beliefs in what happens when you die, when you pass. What do you believe once... Once the body the... leaves the soul, and once the soul leaves the body, sorry, I've seen that happen. I saw it on my actual beloved mother. I saw her soul leave her body. When it got to the heart, it slowed and that's when the breathing became very rapid and I saw her go out and out through the window. Uh, I believe that they hover around us until the committal, which is the funeral. Everybody has to have a funeral. It's releasing that person from this world and letting them go into the next world. Then I believe they go through the halls of healing and when they come out of the halls of healing, they go on different dimensions. So I believe that an average person would go on what I would call the fourth dimension right. and work them way up in the spirit world. So, I saw that then. Is I did. Flashing light. I don't know. That is my belief as a medium. And many people have come to me and certain things have come exactly right the way I've explained them. Okay. And the reverse happens when a child is born. 
when the baby is born and it comes from the spirit world every child comes from the spirit world the the baby does not cry until the soul enters the baby sometimes they cry then they stop and there's a silence and then the soul goes again and that's when the baby starts to live and when a child looks at the wall before it's what 12 months old it's looking and remembering the spirit world so what do you believe happens if somebody dies and doesn't have a funeral well they haven't had a commitment committal have they so they haven't been released from this world to the next so they become um trapped is that like if they found no body so if somebody somebody's missing and then they've said like say, yeah. say take for instance the plane yeah the plane and got you can't no have you can't have a body with a funeral for that situation but what you can do is have a service in the church and asking them to take the body do you follow what oh, I'm saying? Okay. So, and that's the only way because everybody by law is has to have a funeral, whether the body's there or not. I've had quite a few people whose husbands have completely disappeared. One left the uh, clothes on the cliff in Dover, and he actually came to me the next day. And that was just over something very silly. He'd had a row with the bishop. He was a vicar. He'd had a row with the bishop and couldn't take the the stress of it all, so he jumped off the cliff, but they never found his body. But I described so it. So if there's not, there's not a, a funeral or a service, then that's what maybe we would call being in limbo? Yeah. So they sort Trapped. of stuck between the two? Yeah, the two okay. worlds. Because their world and our world are... Are completely different, but they, we run alongside them. They're on a different dimension than what we are. Okay. Mm. Uh, uh, what's your thoughts on reincarnation? <sighs> I believe in reincarnation. Yeah. A lot of people don't believe in reincarnation, but I believe that you also have that choice to be reincarnated. Okay. But I also believe that reincarnation can come up as a punishment that you're sent back down in the position that you've done something to serve a sentence. To sort of learn a lesson? Learn a lesson. Yeah. Karma. Karma coming back on itself. If you've murdered somebody and you've gone to the spirit world, I believe they'll send you down to be murdered. So your karma okay. is karma. So it's similar to my beliefs, then, isn't it? Yeah. It's yeah. Very yeah. similar. I believe... I'd, I'd just like to say I'm not a Hare Krishna, but I believe in the reincarnation part, same as the Hare Krishnas. They, they get reincarnated and how they've been in life mm. depends on what they're reincarnated into. So it's very similar to yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, their world and our world are very similar, except they don't eat. They're just an energy. They don't eat, they don't drink, they don't. But what they do is guide us, they walk amongst us. So if things are bad happening, I've, I've experienced a few people who've said, like my niece is one of them, she went on the train having lost her husband and was extremely depressed and sat with a lady, talked to the lady all the way through the journey and the lady just disappeared completely. Wow. So uh, I do believe they come along to help us as well. I've also myself experienced it 
when I lived in Whitchurch, well, I lived in Malpas, and I lived right next door to the fire station. And a, a spirit woke me up at five o'clock in the morning and says, you cannot go on that road at nine o'clock. Very specific. And I thought, what's going on here? So I did listen that time, and the lorry turned over on the roundabout just at the same time as what I would have been. So I do wow. believe they help us. Like angels. Angels, yeah. Mm. And, and is it correct that everybody has a spirit guide? Everybody. 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 Some say two, some say three. I believe there's three. There's one sits on the crown of your head and either side of your shoulders. And they take part in your daily life. They make decisions with you. They guide you into things. And the one on the top is, has the final say. And then when you move out of that stage, as every journey in our life is different, we're different from what we were when we were a child, so our guides change. So wow. They become stronger and more powerful as we grow through life. Okay. Would you say your, your guides have been uh, as a human, or do you think are they, are they angelic and they haven't been on the earth plane or...? I believe they've been here. I do believe they've been here. Because they can't guide you if they haven't experienced, can they? Okay, yeah, that's fair enough. That's a good point, isn't it? Yeah. You know, you can't counsel somebody in a 100% way unless you've experienced that. Yeah. And I believe that spirit will only give trauma and sadness to people that can handle it. Because each and every one of us around this table has a certain break-off point. And to lose somebody very close is a major thing. Mm. So you either handle it or you don't. Mm. And spirit yeah. give you that power. So you either accept it or you don't accept it. But subconsciously, we're all born with the gift. It's how we use the gift. And when we become teenagers, sometimes it goes People don't want to accept it, people don't want to know, but we're all born with it. And when we reach that hormonal stage in our life where we become from child to man, then that's when things start to change. You either keep the gift or you let it go. Do you think that you can bring it back? Oh, yeah. In adulthood? Yeah. Yeah. I think that messages come to each and every one of us on our daily basis but how we handle them is something very different you will cope with something probably better mm. than marie and marie and faye and vice versa and nick mm. we all handle things differently but we're all spiritually guided to handle those situations i always think that all of us are given <clears throat> excuse me lots of signs and messages every day we just miss most of them. Yeah, we don't look for we don't, them. We're not, I don't think we're aware enough of what's no. going on around us or, you know. But if you're spiritual, you know that, mm. wow, why are they showing me the number six all the time? Mm. Why are they giving me the colour blue all the time? Why are they showing me sceneries? It's a mm. message. Yeah. yeah. It is the listening, which is the odd part. Yeah. It's the listening and accepting, not just the listening, accepting you're giving a, you're giving a message. Because the two worlds run very parallel. So when you're communicating with spirit and Beth, do they, 
Can you just hear their voices in your head like you can hear me? Or do they show you pictures? Or... No, I hear I have full-blown conversations yeah. with them. So if somebody's got a message for me, they'll come and sit by me on by my left ear and I get a buzzing in my ear. Then I know they're trying to communicate with me. And then they'll they'll give me names, they'll give me months and they'll give me conditions. But you can you can And I can see them. So that's auditory to you. You yeah. can hear their voice. Yeah, I'm a yeah. clairsentient, so I hear the spirit okay. and I I feel the spirit, hear the spirit and see the spirit. Yeah. VIP then. <laughs> what, I, what I would like to. What is your favourite part of mediumship? What Being able to help people when true. they've when they've experienced something very traumatic, or they've lost somebody that's meant so much to them. Because yeah. we all get pulled down. It doesn't matter who it is, mother, father, grandparent, child, or whatever. If we lose somebody that's so close to us, it pulls us down. But if somebody comes to me and I can give them some evidence and they, they cry but they smile at the same time, um, that is a pleasure. Yeah. To let them know that things are safe on the other side. Has, uh, have you ever been frightened, Beth? Have no. you ever had a spirit come through that you don't like, that's frightened you, that's... Uh, I've had a couple, I've had a couple that only two in normal life have I ever had, where I've been, ooh, something's not right here. Okay. I, um, the British police do not accept mediums, but there was somebody in the prison in Liverpool who would only talk to a medium and they asked me to go. He'd actually killed a child, his own child. He'd rammed paper in his throat. But not had he just done that, he'd mutilated the body and it was the body they were looking for. And he said that he would only talk to a medium and I went okay. and was that? picked it up. And that was one of the most gut-wrenching experiences I'd ever yeah, had. I imagine, yeah. it, it was everybody that was involved in that was really taken back. It was so frightening because I'd only got... I had to get the answer... So I was on like a mission, but I had to let him know that this was a serious situation. And that child did come through after. What was the reason he would only speak to a medium? What, did because he, he a knew, because he said that the medium would understand. <coughs> I didn't understand. No. Nobody, nobody would swing a child round to shut them up and put no, no. tissues down the throat. But he reckoned that the devil told him to do that. So, you know, the devil told him to do that. The devil didn't tell him to do that. So if you, when you're working on, on things like that, Beth, whether it be a, you know, a murder attack in any way, does, does spirit come through? It's going to sound a really terrible question, this is, but when you see spirit that's, let's say, been a murder victim, do you see them as they were when they were murdered? Yes. You do? I do. And then do do they put sort of emotions and feelings upon you as well yeah. so you can feel how they felt, so you can feel the fear yeah. and the pain? And I have to so ask them to take it away, but quite frequently that happens. See, that's that's traumatic. My job it? is it's a traumatic job. Yeah. It's a very serious job. Yeah. Because you're playing with people's feelings. Yeah. You're giving them the full story. And yeah. to give them the full story, I have to 
put myself in that position to explain this is that because they want evidence. Mm. They need evidence, they need names. See, even when you put it like that, it makes you even more angry, don't you think, when these people come along that are fakes mm. and they just play at it and mm. pretend and... Yeah, absolutely. You know, it just... And that and that's that's why I've always said it and that's why I think this field and mediumship has a has a bad reputation because there's always there's always them people out there who claim to be genuine and, and they're obviously not. Mm. And that's that's a big shame because Yeah, it is. hearing you say it like that makes you realise how much of an impact it can have on someone. Yeah. And it's not, not fair to pretend. No. You shouldn't never pretend. No. Two main things in mediumship is if you're gifted, you should develop. From, from your development, you can channel the negative from the positive. That's mm. important. You might know what you're talking about, but you need to channel, make it sure that you're in the right channels with mm. it. Yeah. So, have you ever spoke to, communicated with another medium? Is it different? A medium that's passed, is it? Is the communication any better? Than... No, but no, I, I, know I what asked you this mean. question, they all laughed at me, didn't you? No, a medium <laughs> will come through to another medium quite frequently. I don't do the churches, no, we won't go down there. But um, I've had mediums come through to me that have been in the spirit world and come through with messages for me, but you still receive that message. The same way as I would receive anybody around this table. Right. It's not any more so it's powerful. No it's no, no, no different whatsoever. No. They're coming through with a message and the message is related. If it's important, they will find somebody important to give that message to. Okay. Um, I've got another question for you. <laughs> it if you don't want to answer it, it doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> But have you ever had anybody famous come through to you? you know Loads of times. Yeah. Yeah. He isn't dead, Nick. He isn't dead. Can you do a bit? Can you do a few name drops for us there, Beth? Or would you prefer not to? No, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to if you so, don't want to. Um, Whitney Houston came through. <gasps> Did she? But the strangest thing about her passing, I dreamt about it. Okay. Yeah. I dreamt exactly about the bath and everything. It was horrendous. So when it's all unravelling, I'm thinking, God, I dreamt all that. Yeah. Wow. And Margaret Thatcher. Really? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> she was See, very. I liked Margaret she Thatcher, was though. very. She I was did. very unsettled when she passed. And she says to me, look where I've ended up, Beth. I had everything and ended up in a hotel room. Really? Because she sold a house and gave it to the family. Yeah. Politicians yeah. for you. Politicians, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, politicians <laughs> for you. I did know about um, Lady Diana as well. Did you? Yeah. Did you dream? Did you dream about that before it happened? Yeah. It, yeah. Yeah. But I've also read for her. Have you? Yeah, but I don't want to. I'm not allowed to talk about. No. Okay. Signed a declaration to say I would never talk. But yeah. Oh, 
Uh, the only thing from that is I have a milk bottle. A milk the bottle? Pressed on it. Really? <laughs> <laughs> wow. We're all, when we go home from this world, we're all the same. Distinction is not distinction. We're all the same. We all come from the same place. And we all end up in the same place. It's just the way we make things in our lives. Has Diana ever come back to you? Yeah. Has she? Yeah. Oh. I'll tell you now, she's not where they say she is. Uh, her body, do you mean? Yeah. Okay. No way. That's another podcast, yeah. that is. Yeah. Yeah. coming out. Absolutely. Um, right, okay, another question for you. <clears throat> Pets and animals. Yes, they do come through. Anything with a beating heart will come through because your heart is your soul. They just don't talk. But I see them. I see dogs. I see cats. I see horses. I see donkeys. I see snakes. I see all sorts. Chickens, you see chickens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Random. No, no, it is. Oh, there are animals, spirit, spiritual yes, people that can yeah, yeah. communicate with animals. Yeah. Yeah. I've got a weird question, Beth. Right. A really weird question. Okay. I know I, I don't want to take it too weird for you. No, you can take it as weird as you like. <laughs> so, chickens, for instance, <laughs> I think I've mentioned this before, but I want to ask you um, do they choose to come, incarnate into it? To be a chicken? Uh, no, I don't believe so. I think that 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 they actually come back down. But the, um, well, humans choose to come back down unless we have um, a, to come back for a reason. We're all here to sort issues out. We're all here because we didn't correct the path that we were supposed to be on before. Lessons have to be learned. Right. Um, animals, they don't actually choose to be an animal. Some, the higher, choose where they go in, I believe. Okay. So you've really questioned that. <laughs> it's called what, being psychic. What, what, it's called being psychic. No, I was just wondering if you, if you actually, you know, in spiritualist churches, they talk about you having the discussion, discussing your... your life's path and lessons that you need to learn just like you just said about a murderer come back and experience being murdered i'm just wondering like if if that's the same for animal like chickens and you decide to come back why would you want to come back as a chicken and get murdered in the, <laughs> in the by you. yeah what, you know I mean? they the hierarchies i will call them in the spirit world they put them down as animals because okay. an animal doesn't talk an animal can only communicate by actions. Mm. We choose to come down. We see our whole life ahead of us. And then we go through the veil of amnesia. So we don't remember anything when we get down here. But that's where our deja vu bits come in. Because we vaguely remember things. Think, oh, I've been here before. You can feel it. Okay, so, if, so, so let's just say, you know... Um, We've had someone, well, we've all had lots of people, I'm sure, someone that's passed, and they and they go to wherever they go to, and then they decide that they, they're going to come back as, you know, and, and learn some more lessons or whatever. And that soul is reincarnated into a different body. 
how then can we still communicate with that spirit? You if can't. They've... It ends. So if people say, well, that person's been reincarnated, there's absolutely no way can you communicate with so that if we, So if we have a loved one and we go to see a medium and we can't, and for whatever reason we can't get a communication with that person anymore, is that because they've yeah. been reincarnated? 99% oh, of it is. You did, oh, yeah. 99% of it is they've been reincarnated. When, a classic example, when my granddaughter, my eldest granddaughter was born, she was a double of my daughter, absolutely double. She even cried like her. And I thought, oh, we've got a reincarnation. Those were my exact thoughts. Mm. And I went to see a medium. Um, she's no longer here. And she said, no, Beth, because once there is a reincarnation, you cannot communicate. Spirit. So if you are still getting communication with a particular spirit, you know they've they've not been re, they they've they not haven't. been reincarnated. And would that be would that be because they've chosen not to? Is there yeah. unless they need to be reincarnated? There's no reason for them okay. to come back down here. We choose to come back. But there's no timeline on there, no. is there? So you can be communicating for twenty years. It doesn't mean that they'll never be. No. It could reincarnated. Be, I know people could be. that have said that, and have read books that said it's been 500 years, 600 years, and they've come back again. Right, okay. Where do you think you get brainy people from? They've been here before. Because they couldn't possibly know. No brain has the capacity to know that much. I think I must have been reincarnated from oh. a caveman. From a caveman, <laughs> Neanderthal. Yes, <laughs> we're probably all been come from somewhere, yeah. because we call it the evolution of life in my world. So you come back, you go home, you come back, you go home, you're evoluting, you're coming back. But some of it's your own choice, some of it's you have to come back, and the other is. 500 years later you might think oh, I want to come back down again so is everybody is it is it kind of a, a recycling yeah. type of Evolution. situation yeah. so there's no what what you would call new souls that no. have not been here no. before no. there's never no. a new no. first time no no okay no. could I come back as an animal if you choose to yeah right okay we want to be. We wouldn't want to be in somebody's Sunday oven, would no, you? No, 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 no. <laughs> Don't be a chicken. Don't well, choose to be chicken. a chicken. Pardon? Unless well, well, you want a Marie's chickens. What would I choose? Yes. Marie's chickens are well looked after. Yeah, you could come back as one of my chickens. <laughs> I look after my chickens. They have parrot. cake and everything. Ooh, parrot. A parrot. I could, I could tell. Come back as a I could carrot? tell everything then. They live for I'd years. I'd be able to talk. Parrots. Yeah. yeah. They live for years. Parrots. Yeah. You know, if you treat them. Right. And I'm you can get away with swearing if you're a parrot as well. Tortoise, yeah. You get yeah. twins. Yeah. Take twins, for instance, identical twins. Some might live, one might live, and the other might pass. But there's still that connection between the twin that's not here. It's called the unseen umbilical cord. It's like a mother and a child. Mm. Don't don't take me wrong, you two, but a mother has that connection to a child. Mm -hmm. So the mother has the first feeling. Yeah. You yeah. know. And so when babies pass the spirit, they still go in what I call a shell. And somebody connected to that family will bring that baby up in the spirit world until it gets to 18 and that's it. Aww. Some of them choose just to walk amongst us. 
So you can go into town and you can be walking around and they're walking around with you. Quite frequently happens to me. Coming here tonight, somebody came and sat in the car with me. It's everywhere. I can't help being spiritual. No. That's why they call me the weird one. <laughs> You're in good company uh -huh. here then. So, so another question for you, Beth. Okay. Another one. What's the oldest, not as in age, but furthest back, like you've just seen about 500 years. What, how old have you got? gone back in time? I've, I've only ever gone back 500 years, but you can go back Excuse further. Okay. You can go back further. I've had sleeps at night time and I've had messages, they come in Beth, they come in, they're just a bit slow. And then I've had to get up and I've had to communicate with the spirit, find out what is going on. So how many mediums would do that? See, that's how I know some of them are 500 years old. So what kind of things do they come to you for if you're not doing a reading for somebody and bringing someone's loved ones through like you say you're just in the car or you're at yeah. home what do they come to you for for you to help them as a spirit they come or to they... no they come for, for sometimes they come to help me okay because i'm a medium it doesn't mean say i don't no, get of course. Loved no sometimes my guide like tonight thought i might needed a bit of help because the the roadworks on the motorway and i'm not very good because um I'm not very good at dark driving, night okay. time driving. So they came to give me comfort. They, they switched the radio on full chat. I said, what do you think you're doing? And I next sat down and turned to my left and it was a lady. So, yeah. But you don't know who she was, though? Yeah. Oh. Oh, yeah. She belonged to the lady that I read for two days ago. She just oh. came to keep me company. I live in a very different world, don't you? <laughs> yeah. If Definitely. I was to go to a shop and buy a mirror, I couldn't buy a mirror. I'd have to buy a certain mirror because I would have a problem with that mirror because that mirror would show me spirit because the mirrors are portable to the spirit world. See, I've always said, I've not always said that I can't, I would never have a second hand mirror no. in my house. No. I, I also think mirrors are very they're a strange thing I, I have a thing with mirrors as well that would never have a second-hand one in the house no never you're i think bringing a mirror though, aren't you? i'm fine bringing <laughs> a mirror that's fine but not not where i live um i i, I feel like because I, I think it's something to do with because you can see yourself mm. so clear and when i look into a mirror i always imagine how many other people have looked in that, that mirror and, and is it holding on to any of that I just I have a mirrors, thing about mirrors in yeah. my world hold on to energies yeah because we are an energy so to buy a second hand mirror I've been to houses where people have asked me to go and read and I've looked at the mirror and I'm thinking oh there's a lady sitting in that mirror I would describe that lady and that lady would say that's my mum mm. that's Miriam you're talking about see quite frequently and not just that but glass in pictures i've seen victorian families in the corner of them in places i've been to read i've actually got photographs of it and then when we've looked back it's been a family member in that family from the victorian times wow 
do you still get amazed at yourself <laughs> when you get something so spot on? I cry. Do you, it, it's still amazing. You don't I'm just so, take it for granted. I'm so emotional. Yeah. If they give me something or replace something that they've taken from me, it, it's the world to me. It really makes me so emotional. Mm. My work is serious. It's very deep. I'm not just a medium of the straight. Mm. I take my work very seriously. I take the love and respect because to see somebody from the spirit world and you're giving that message to somebody, the relief and the love on their face is just so emotional. Mm. It's the two words, two worlds colliding. I think my gift was given to me because of my childhood. Because grand, my grandparents fetched me up. Mm. And my aunties loved me, but not like a family. So I was nobody's child, really. So when they passed, I got aunties and uncles who absolutely adored me and followed me and everything. But the, it wasn't love. Mm. So to me, love is very special. Mm. And it comes from the spirit world on a daily basis. Love does, for all of us. But we don't see it. Do you consider yourself uh, very privileged to yeah. have this, this gift? I do. Because you talk to some people who claim to be mediums. I'm not saying, you know, I can't comment whether they are 100% or not. But they, they, some people will say it's a bit of a curse. No. It's a very speci special gift that you can give to somebody when you can communicate with their loved ones and the evidence be so specific mm. that that is something very special. Mm. It's giving them hope to live and it's giving them love and reassurance. But you've got to give the message properly. Mm. You can't just throw a name out you've got to give a proper name you've got to give a month you've got to give circumstances and when you do that that's being a proper medium yeah not that's the validation yes isn't that's it? the validation yeah. so no it's not a curse to me no because you can shut it off because mm. i've shut it off today so i can be prepared for tonight yeah but then coming here i get a little visitor sitting in the car and sometimes they can hear the children smiling and laughing and giggling. Wow. It's, I find it I find it interesting to think that there could be somebody sitting with us right now that we can't see. And Beth can see them and, you know, that, that there's people around us that we can't see. It's Pictures quite... on telephones, items of clothing. You just give them to me and I can give you the whole story. And I love doing it. It's not just being a clairsentient, it's being many other things, mm. like the pictures, seeing things. I can go to town and I can think to myself, oh, that, that patient person is very poorly. And I want to just go up to them and say, rub the hand or say something, but I can't do that. No. That's the stressful bit. Yeah. I've been eating out in restaurants and things and I've thought, got long you can feel the energy it's weird is it to say probably not the right terminology but is it sort of bad etiquette for a medium to yeah. give a reading without being asked yeah. for one yes okay. yes i couldn't go to anybody and say i'm so sorry you know because yeah. you can't do that yeah and but 
if it's a family member or a close friend, I will ring up. Sure. When I got friends all over the world, close friends, yeah. I will ring up and say certain things and say, "How did you know that, Beth?" Well, you couldn't yeah. just approach someone in the street and say, no. I'm sorry to stop you, no, but... you can't. You know, not, that's that not would... ethical. That is no. not no. That is not being a medium. No. Because a lot of people, for one thing, don't believe. And another thing, you put more pressure on somebody. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever sat with anybody and got nothing? Nothing at all? When I've got a house in Chester, somebody came uh, to the door... And I thought, oh, don't like this feeling here. <laughs> What's up? So I just did a knock on the door. Yeah. I just did somebody on the, yeah. the other side of the door then. It's William. <laughs> it's just William. Okay. It's, he, he came, he'd just come out of prison and he'd raped, had a spell of raping and I flatly refused to rape for him. Mm. That, so that's you refusing to read, but have you have you ever sat with anybody that you just cannot get a connection no. for whatever reason? No. No. Never. There's a time and a place for everything. And if I'm reading and it's not the appropriate time, it's like if somebody came to me at an event and I knew there was something I needed to tell that person, I would say to that person, ring me tonight. I don't do the churches, as I said, but that happened quite frequently. Ring me, because it, sometimes you just can't tell them. Would you give bad news? No. Even if you get, if you get, can you get a message that's bad news, but you just yeah. don't pass it on? I, if somebody's poorly and they're going to be poorly, I say to them, how have you been feeling? And then I'll just say, the guide said, you need to just go and get a little bit of a checkup. Okay. I'll save so many people's lives from doing that. Okay. So we've got loads of letters, got over over a thousand letters on saving. Gosh. Have you ever had a message or, or known someone was going to pass? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yes, but it's not my place of to... Of course. Uh, to ring up and say you're no. going to pass. I knew my granddaughter's going to pass. Okay. And I had a message from my own son, and he was living. Two weeks before he died, he said to me, help me. And I looked around and thought, oh, that's, that's, that's Jimmy, where's he calling from? And I got out of my bed and looked and couldn't find him. Half an hour later, he shouted, help me, really loud. So I got out again, troubled me, and I had to ring him, he was in Italy working. I rang him two weeks to the time of the last message he died. Yeah, so you can do your own. Gosh. Do you read tarot as well? Yeah. How much of reading tarot, would you say, is just reading the cards, and how much is from spirit? It's all from spirit for is me. Is it? But if I'm doing an event, I have to use the tarot. It's law that they the they, they don't like you. Not you've got to prove. You've got to have evidence. So where I do Jules's events, I don't do them anymore, but I used to. Um, she liked us to use the tarot, but most of my readings are mediumistic. 
because you you not you don't I'm like not, tarot, tarot so much, do you? I'm not a tarot lover because I can only speak from my own experience. Yeah. And in my experience, the the tarot readers that hello is that again yeah yeah that's a female <laughs> knocking, not a male. Okay, let her in, Nick. <laughs> okay, that's Maureen. Come in, Maureen. Oh, no, don't say Maureen. Who's Maureen? I know Maureen. In spirit. Yeah, get crapped. <laughs> You can't do that. We're very Kick professional out. here. Really? <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Um, so anyway, so tarot to me, ex my in my experience, is somebody sitting, turning cards over and telling me about my future. That's, that's um, there's a big difference because that's fortune telling. But, uh, but I could, my thing is, is, I can sit there and tell Nick what's going to happen to him in the next couple of years. And if and if Nick absorbs that, what I say could happen. It doesn't make me doesn't mean that I've got any. It just means that if I say to Nick, you need to be really careful because this is going to happen or that's going to happen. That's going to happen because I've put that in Nick's yeah. head. Do you know what I mean? I know what and you mean, yes. So, so tarot to me, I, I've never really, I've never asked for a reading. It doesn't, I'm not very impressed As I say, with tarot. I have to do that on the events, but people that I know, they just sit and say, Beth, can you give me an hour of your time? Yeah. Say, so, yeah, very different thing. Okay. Very different. People say it tells you fortune, but it doesn't tell you about who's past a spirit or anything no, like that. No. And that's what being a medium There's is. There's no validation You there are the me. middle person, you are the medium, you are in the middle, mm. to me. Mm. That's why we call mediums. Yeah. But shouldn't the, make some, I don't think. Divination no. and mediumship. No. Like no, because with mediumship, you get a validation. You do. So, yeah. you know, Beth can tell you something that you know is true. But when they're just telling you fortune, there's no validation there. They're just telling you what's going to happen. Mm. And anybody can tell you what's going to happen. It doesn't mean that they've got any gift. No. You know, so... I don't think you get validation with it. You don't get validation with tarot cards. No. You can't possibly. No. Because the tarot cards go on. Different thing with the runes, isn't it, Nick? Because that's like mediumship. It gives you a rough idea of where you're going. Yeah, it gives you mostly advice. Yeah. You've got to give the message. That's right. Yeah, I don't know. Too many false mediums have put the markers on a lot of things. Absolutely. To be where I am now, I've worked really hard. As a child, I saw the spirit. I spoke to the spirit. I needed to channel it to work out where it was going. And then I found myself in such a deep position. If I didn't move, I would have drowned with it all. Mm. So I, I worked the way it's supposed to be. So you can call me whatever you like, but I'm an old-fashioned medium. Mm. Well, I'd just say for, for the people listening that we did all have a reading from Beth um, at the weekend. So I think we can all um, we can all validate that Beth's the... Uh, the, the real, real thing. Deal. So, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. So, just obviously, some of the listeners won't be aware of that. Coming back on the 25th as well. 24th. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. 25th. Coming back on the 25th. So, yeah. I uh, 
I find mediumship can be very relaxing for me as well. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I've met very many famous mediums and I've met other people that are not famous that are good. So we're not all bad. No. But I I do get very angry when people say they're a medium in six weeks. When it takes a long time to be a medium. The understanding of the two worlds is very complex. Very complex. I've sat in hospices with people, believe it or not, young people as well as old people, that haven't got anybody to sit with them while they're passing. And I've seen such amazing things. I've seen spirits months after they've passed. Can't thank me enough. Mm. But it's the way it is. I, I use all my senses to work. Sight, my smell, my taste, my feeling and my touch. Very, very important when you're a medium. As well as talking to you lot here, I've had two taps on my shoulders and I've had a pull of my hair. Okay. So, yeah. Now the energy is very balanced in here, Nick. It's good. Yeah. That that doesn't really marry up with you, does it? What do you mean I'm not balanced? <laughs> I'm unstable, is that what you're saying? Though? And okay. it's important you drink water and only water whilst you're working. Okay. Yeah, because they do work on your energy yeah. and it drains you. And your third eye being placed between the middle of your forehead, that gives you bad heads if you don't drink enough water. Well, as you know, we obviously we're paranormal investigators and I've always found that after I've done an investigation, the next day I'm always really drained and I crave junk food mm. sugar junk food the day after that we've done an investigation yeah. so yeah yeah any questions i love it he's asked all mine sorry <laughs> sorry <laughs> i just get so interested sorry questions i've, been, I've actually been pretty quiet tonight haven't I? Yeah? yeah can you think Have of any more than no you've done it all you never shut up no. sorry um not really i mean I was going to ask my main question was the one you asked about how long did they stay in spirits and can you still communicate because that's the same belief I have Mm. with contacting a ghost, Mm. an intelligent ghost. Yeah. Once they're reincarnated then you can't contact them anymore. No, you can't. No, that's the same. Because that energy link's gone. It's gone back into somebody else. And this is what, this is where you find your fake mediums. Yeah, yeah. When you've got somebody not coming through and somebody's making a tail up. Yeah, yeah. that's it, yeah. Yeah. But, but we can also go to some old castle and communicate with a spirit that died, like Beth says, 500 years ago because they've not gone through the reincarnation. Yeah. So we can still communicate that's with... That's what I mean, yeah. If yeah. you can communicate with something, then it hasn't been reincarnated. No. That's no. what I be- believe. Yeah, that's true. Same, same yeah. Thing. Can I also yeah. explain to you there's a very big difference between a natural death and a traumatic death Okay. as a medium. A natural death is you're subconsciously aware that there's going to be an end. Uh, if you've got some form of a disease or anything that you're looking forward 
looking for a death for. But when somebody goes out through the front door and doesn't come back home, mm. that becomes a major problem because they still believe they're here. Yeah. And that's where you get your spirits. Well, they don't know. I actually always ask that question. Do they know they When we're passed? doing an EVP no. session, yeah. Yeah. you know, if they know they passed or... Quite often they don't know the past and they're still walking and they're still doing. You can hear them and um, they get frustrated because they can see their loved ones doing but they're not being able to communicate with them so that's when they become angry and frustrated. Mm. And that's where you get roadside spirits because they walk up and down where they passed or so so then in that case do those kind of spirits need help to cross yeah, over that's when they need yeah. the help to they do they need to you need to send them over send yeah. them home basically mm. so i've done it a few times i have a little wooden cross that i've had for years it's about 30 years old um somebody made it for me and i hold it in my hand and i go to where it happened and I take the hands of the spirit, ask them to come forward. Quite often, they hold my hand. They want to know what's happened to them, and I take them so, back. What, so, another question for you. What do you think about when you go on these uh, paranormal investigations, um, and if, you, if it's a good one, then you get some interaction with uh, a spirit? Um, if you ever go on one, do you have to try and move them over into the light? Is it, is it uh, like a moral thing to do that? Because obviously, if someone's got a haunted pub, yeah, I they, want it, they want it to stay haunted, but obviously that's a conflict of interest yeah. for yourself. Yeah, to me, you want it to pass over, if you've got a, a spirit that's trapped and wants to go home, you can investigate it and say, right, there's a spirit here, it's such and such. But to me, it would be ethical to take that spirit to the light. Would you try and cross the spirit over if only if they're asking for help? No. Or would you just do it anyway? I would do it because okay. I believe that when they've passed and they've caused enough disruption that they've fetched important people in like yourselves, paranormal investigators, I believe that they should go home because that's what they're looking for. They're looking to go home to the light. They're looking to meet the loved ones at the other end. So, so when we investigate, so what she's actually doing is us out is of the job. Is ruining our job, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so, so when we investigate and we get any kind of communication from spirit, that could either be someone, like you said, that hasn't hasn't crossed. Can it also be somebody that has crossed but is just coming yeah. back down to communicate yeah, with us? Yeah, it can. Okay. It can. It just wants to. If it's not said its final goodbyes or anything like that, or needs to speak to somebody, they will come back over. And it, of course, when we cry, when the, when we lose somebody and we cry, which is a natural thing, they also cry. So we're calling them back. We're fetching okay. them back. But we have to go through a grieving period. So when you stop crying, they settle. But sometimes they don't settle. They want to come back. They want... Do you follow what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Because yeah. crying is an emotion. They pick up on emotion. So, like, it, 
I've just buried an uncle today. So when he passed, he cried. I cried. And so I fetched him back. So I said to him, come on, Pete, let's have you back home now. Yeah. And that's what I've done today. I've sent yeah. him home. So all your friends have been here today. Let's have you home to the light. And this huge bright light came. Everybody saw the light and he went through it. Mm. And he'll stay there. What's what's your opinion on attachments, Beth? Whether it be to a person or an object, or do you believe that a spirit can attach itself to someone yeah, or something? I do. I do. Yeah? Yeah. I do believe if we get so attached to people that we can attach ourselves to them without realising it. And to things that we love, like articles, jewellery, uh, Things that the loved ones have given <coughs> to loved ones. And do you think that's just a, they, they come visit what's familiar and then they go again? Or do yeah. they stay attached to that thing? Stay attached person? to that thing. That's okay. very important. That uh, That's another classic example of why we have a funeral. We commit ourselves to the other side. So we let go of all attachments. Mm. But sometimes just the attachment is very strong yeah. that you can't let go of that attachment. Yeah. Mm. That's why it's important that you don't really buy second-hand clothes. I had a classic example of a lady who came to class a few years back and every time she wore this dress she got the most dumping headache and said to her, Burnett, that person passed with a brain hemorrhage and she never had another pain in her head. Mm. Yeah. So I feel a bit I feel a bit like that when you when you watch these programs or you hear of um you know, couples buying vintage or antique uh, engagement rings and things like that. I just think I, I don't you think you should I could... never buy a second-hand ring no. in my world because that will carry love with it. Well, jewelry's yes. very special yeah. to people, isn't yeah. it? So yeah, yeah, yeah. You shouldn't because you're carrying the emotion with that person, mm. with the attachment to the ring. Do you think that do you, do you think that sometimes we can suffer with certain feelings, emotions, even pain that isn't ours? Yeah. And we're just not aware of it. it it's been impressed upon us by I've spirit. Done it. I did it a few years back. I knew a lady was coming to me and the night before she came had this really very vivid dream. Hit a van and I went over the top and bashed my head. And I really got a thumping headache with this. And the very next day she came with a carrier bag full of crash helmet, gloves, the lot. I said, please don't fetch them in the house. Because mm. I dreamt exactly what she mm. was bringing. And it was everything he was wearing just to make sure he came through. Mm. And he said his goodbyes to his mum. And he said he didn't see the van. So. We can, when we've investigated, like, you know, it's not uncommon for, for one of us uh, have a, a stomach pain all of a sudden yeah. out of nowhere. And if we leave a particular area, it goes as soon as it comes yeah. on. You're picking you know, up that's quite, quite common, isn't it, yeah. to, to yeah. get things like that oh, on yeah. an investigation. So, Because yeah. your investigation will be based on something probably quite traumatic. Mm. And mm. that's why you're there, mm. because the spirit is unsettled. Mm. Just going back to Julie a minute, can I ask you another question? <laughs> um, obviously, second-hand jewellery has, has 
got an imprint of the person who's been wearing it and yeah. this, that and the other. What do you think about um, the situation, how diamonds are mined and people, let, loads of women wear diamonds and the, a lot of the time to get them diamonds there's been a people right. who've no, but there's people who've mined them diamonds yeah. who've been treated in the most horrible way. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think with a diamond, specifically a diamond that would hold an, an energy with that diamond, whoever mined it or whatever ring it came out of, yeah. yeah. Well, it's a, the, the, the theory is a lot of sort of crystals, stones, all different materials can hold on to energy, isn't there? Is it limestone as as a a big one? Sandstone. Sandstone. As as in a spirit like the the stone tape theory. It's told a recording of peers Mm. and what they did in their life, which is what I call a ghost. That's the only thing I call a ghost. A residual residual energy. A residual energy, yeah. A residual energy can Mm. be as more powerful than an actual spirit coming through. Mm. Because you're carrying the energy of something. Mm. Mm. Um, hauntings, some very powerful hauntings come on basic, based on residual energies. Mm. Yeah. I just think I've saved a load of blokes out there, a load of money not by, after buying diamond rings now. So I think if any donations you want, to send them in. Yeah. <laughs> we'll accept Nick. them. <laughs> Thank you, Bethany. Yeah. Yeah, thank you, thank you very much, Ben. (laughs) Thank you for having me. It's been very, very interesting. Very interesting. Thank you for having me. I've really enjoyed it. And um, if anybody else has got any questions for Beth, we'll we'll be seeing her, I'm sure, regularly. Thank you. And we can put these questions to her. And um, so, yeah, you can email us at contact Mm -hmm. at ghostencounters.org. Or messages on our Facebook page. Yeah, or any of the other pages. Um, we've got, uh, we've got Instagram. We don't use Instagram much, do we? No. You'll have to start using it, aren't we? Yeah, we'll have to make that one. I've tried and do something with it. We've got it. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, we'll, we'll call it a date about that then. Yeah, before, before we finish, can we ask, before we finish, can we ask all that's come here tonight, spirit wise, that they go home and have a safe journey back to yeah. their place? Okay. Lots of love. Thank you, Beth. Thank, Thank, you. You. Thank you. Thanks a lot. Thank, Thank, you. You. Thank you. Bye. 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 Bye.